I'm Jeremy Davis from the Fatherhood Institute and this is episode six of the Daddy Leave Diaries, a series of interviews with Mark Gatto, who's sharing the story of juggling work and caregiving in his new baby's first year. It's October and Mark is two months into a five-month block of shared parental leave. So, as we hear in this episode, his day is now built around meeting his daughter's needs. Overnight feeding, baby club, and most importantly, perhaps, the precious afternoon nap. Hi, Jeremy. Ah, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Good. I yeah, just yeah, got I'm back fine. from a baby class, so... <laughs> Oh, have you? <laughs> <laughs> about, uh, well, I said just got back about 45 minutes ago, but then I've got her down for a nap, so yeah. Oh, uh, right, okay. It sounds like you've got the uh, napping down to a fine art, being able to get <laughs> precise timing. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, yeah, been about 15 minutes now, but um, it's, uh, it's I can get the start right. Yeah. Going for more than 20 minutes at a time <laughs> that's it that's the challenge yeah so if yeah, i do yeah. have to slip away that'll be why yeah um, no that's it's that's going fine. okay with the naps yeah <laughs> good so what so what have you been up to in your, in your well, role as uh chief parent yeah um been up to well definitely the baby classes have been um, probably the thing that I've been getting used to a lot more. Um, so she has graduated to the next age group, which is right, eighteen months. So uh, okay, you kind of amongst some little ones who are certainly very confident crawlers, and some who are walking. So it's uh, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I was speaking to Holly just about half an hour ago. It makes me feel quite um insecure where um our little one is at you know you keep comparing so oh, should she be doing more uh, or you, you think is she actually enjoying it so it's, it's an interesting yeah. one I think it's quite normal to feel that way but it's uh, interesting to think about um so yeah we do that every Friday um so I've inherited that slot from Holly because she was originally okay. taking her there uh-huh. Then apart from that, we've been just trying to establish more of a kind of routine throughout the day. Um, I think the last yeah. time we spoke, we were still kind of some teething issues around getting breastfeeding and, um, and mixing a bit with, we were doing kind of a combi feeding approach now. Mm. So that, that seems to be working quite well. Um, and it means that, so I, I look after her overnight um, mm-hmm. so, she, so that means that Holly can try and get enough sleep so that she can focus during the day because um, mm-hmm. I think the, the trouble is like when, when she wakes up in the night if she's got Holly then she tends to spend a lot more time settling um, yeah. whereas I can you know, give her some comfort but also she's not looking to have like a long breastfeed which takes uh, yeah, significantly yeah. more time so that's that's been working quite well although this week it was quite punishing because she she's had a bit of a tummy upset so that's uh 
that's led to a few um, broken nights sleep. Um, yeah. So it was a little bit better last night, so that was good. Because if you'd been interviewing me or speaking to me today, um, <laughs> I would yesterday I would have been a bit less focused and probably Frazzled. slurring my words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a, well, you're really in the thick of it, aren't you? At this oh, absolutely, thing. yeah, and yeah. and actually, another thing I was talking to Holly about was, um, strangely, because I'm at about halfway now, I've started to think about returning to work. Um, right. Yeah, you know, it started to creep into my mind a bit more, Um because of the nature of what I do, I have kind of stayed in touch with some of the things, mainly the research projects that I've been working on before I went mm. on leave. I've mm. kind of kept uh, involved in that, mainly because I enjoy it and it gives me, because, you know, thankfully our daughter does nap a bit in the afternoon. There's a little bit of time to do some mm. little bits and pieces if you, um, time allows. So I do try and do a little bit of that. But I think it's been, I've been just a bit more conscious that because, because for me, I, my sort of year is framed around the academic year. So it starts up in mm. September mm. and now that it's into October, I'm already thinking, oh, it's pro- the, this is progressing and it's like, right, okay, the next thing will be when they go off for Christmas and people already start to think about Christmas, even though that's, you know, that's just should be, should be banned to think about Christmas in October, but uh, <laughs> people are. So then you, your mind is racing ahead. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, goodness, that's beyond Christmas. That's when she goes to nursery and I go back to work. So, yeah, it's it's been playing a bit of, um, just in the last week yeah. or so. More conscious of it, I think, as we've headed into autumn as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, well, it must be weird, especially, as you say, with the kind of um, university term. It's like it's like this really fixed structure, isn't That's it? That's right. It's not, yeah, yeah. it's not like every month is the same. It's mm. kind of, you know... No, not at all. No. It has its own shape. Definitely, definitely. And I was definitely aware of it being on leave. It felt like a much more... Um, pronounced contrast between so when you're off in the summer as in in academia mm. you kind of feel like well my colleagues are all off on holiday yeah um they t- yeah. tend to take the holidays it's a bit like a school year you tend to try and take your holidays in the summer um and so it was more when we moved into september and into october that, that started to feel like oh i'm off and everyone else is going back to work <laughs> so to speak yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you're a bit more conscious of it then, um, and so then you get more into this, the the day to day routine of it. And I've got quite, yeah. a, I, I, I'm a creature of habit, so I do quite like having a fixed routine. It helps structure the day. Um, yes. So you know, certain things I like to do throughout the day. Um, a bit of reading time in. One of my first major projects was to get her to roll. So I was, I was doing like <laughs> drills every day of like putting <laughs> toys on one side of her and kind of really positive, encouraging voice and just uh, little and often just getting her to do that. And uh, she probably absolutely hated me for it. Like every time I set up the, she'd be like, oh no, not this again. So <laughs> and I've made a rod for my own back, Jeremy, because now, 
now she's very good at rolling over. Um, so she's so whenever I'm changing her, she's trying to get away. And uh, in the middle of the night, she's rolling over and then getting upset because she's rolled over. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know i can't really complain but that's that's, that's my own fault i should have just allowed nature to take its course and yeah yeah, and yeah, yeah. but i and yeah i became obsessed with the rolling over so that's but you do i i mean i remember and it's interesting because you were saying before about um you know going to baby club and not knowing really whether mm. she enjoys it whatever yeah, yeah i remember having these kind of things that in my mind yeah. uh, I needed to do and it was sort of I don't know I, partly just to break up the, the time I suppose yeah. and partly because you felt like it was good for them in some mm, way I agree. like I remember taking my son swimming mm, like to these yeah. swimming classes which he absolutely hated. I mean, there's no... Now I look back on it, I feel yeah. like that, you know, basically I was torturing my own <laughs> child, really. Um, yeah. but, but I was, you know, I was there and I was, I was going to stick with it. Do you know yes. what I mean? Because no, it, I know. You know, it's a good thing for him to be used to water. <laughs> and whatever. And, yeah, and, and the same with, like, going to toddler groups and whatever yeah, which yeah. he was I was certainly nonplussed by and as mm. was he yeah and yet somehow I still kept going you stick it um, out don't you? yeah the bitter bitter end and you think why am I and in the end you sort of think what am I doing this for really yes. but, yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny and you see um lots of because our son's at nursery and we've now got a, a whatsapp group um which uh, is, is quite a way, but um, so for all my kids in his sort of year, and uh, you start to see, oh, our son, our daughter's doing this, uh, you know, there's yes. one of these was like um, rugby tots or whatever it was, you know, so, and then yes. you start, to go, oh, you know, should we, I'm winning an hour, should we be doing that? And you know, it's, yeah, there's a whole yeah, plethora yeah. of different things targeted at that age group, and you don't know which one's the right one to do. So in the end, you end up kind of, not doing any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, um, yeah, we've, we've got him swimming. I think that's, we're quite pleased to get him going swimming. But uh, so he, he really hated the group, he, the group classes, but we've managed to get him doing a bit of one-to-one and that's been a, it's restored right. some of his confidence because he, he got a bit upset with that. So yeah. It's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tried to build that back up again. But yeah, we took so, we've taken the boat swimming as well. That's been. But it is. I mean, it is. I, I suppose. It, I feel like it. What my memory of it is that, in a way, it was a bit. It, there is a loneliness mm. as a as the one who's kind of with them most of the time. It feels to me. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. It, it has is to be. It's a sort of lonely existence. Mm. I think. I agree. Way. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm quite lucky in a way. Holly is working a lot from home, um, but I do still spend quite big chunks of the day um, just me and my daughter. Um, mm. um, but we certainly do have interactions as adults as well. Um, mm. But I do, you do even just just a few hours, you start to be conscious of you, you're having these conversations with a baby um, and <laughs> you don't know how much, you're not really getting much back in terms of stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, 
<laughs> just kind of uh, one-way conversations. But uh, mm. it's interesting you mentioned the loneliness, though, because I think in, uh, on different weeks, I've experienced that sense of loneliness at the classes as well. Um, mm. And it's a really fascinating experience. So there are certain parents that I've kind of had little chats with, and that's been really nice. Um, and then sometimes if you don't quite position yourself next to those people that you know you can have a chat with, you end mm. up um, sitting next to people that you might not know very well or they might not feel that social that day or whatever it might be. Mm. And then you end up spending the 40 minutes or whatever kind of having very small t- <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and mainly focused on the structure of the session and your child yeah. which is fine you know you are there to spend time with your child but you also want to I think it's for it, it makes me conscious that for some parents that is their social life as well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and having that opportunity to perhaps speak to someone is uh might be that might be the shining light of the the day mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. of the week or however often they go so yeah mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting some some weeks are better than others i find for that um mm. i've been thinking about that just generally um for especially fathers if they were going to be going on shared parental leave it would typically be in the second half um because of recovery for mothers and uh, mm. other other concerns um and i think um it just struck me that a lot of these classes there's an assumption that you might already know people um yeah that you have pre-existing relationships with with other parents um and so you're having to build from the ground up and also perhaps interrupt what already exists um if you are a father attending who hasn't previously been there with other yeah earlier classes so that's that's something i feel that these Mm. classes could help with um Mm. Mm. if if it is to be the case that more fathers can go to them and, and, and other parents as well who perhaps haven't gone before. It's a, mm-hmm. like an opportunity to, to foster a, a nice welcoming atmosphere that's beyond the sort of nice hello, you know, it gives people a chance to get to know each other as well. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. And, and I mean, I suppose gender is part of that. It's not the mm. whole story, is it? But no. gender, it, gender is, it is part of that. I think you, so. I mean, are you the only guy there? Uh, I've been, most weeks there's been another father there. Um, uh-huh. So when I started, um, it was another father who was there with his partner and he was, um, he's freelance, so he could be a bit more flexible with his time. Um, and so he, he wanted to go along and he was sort of doing a bit of that handover. I think his partner was going to be, not going and he was going to go um mm. he's been for a few weeks and i have had a nice chat with him so that's been good but although uh, as i've been saying the chat actually ended up happening in um, a shop afterwards right <laughs> yeah. next week because it's you start, you're trying to follow this the week of uh, all the different steps of the session you um you, you almost on i am the baby should be doing yeah. one eye and trying to have a conversation. So it was, it was afterwards that I got to know him a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, even so this week there was again a, a dad was there with the, with the mum 
So that's quite common as uh, occasionally the, uh, a dad might come along with with a mum. And I've been the only father to consistently go alone child. Right. Yeah. Mm. And mm. there's usually been perhaps one other father. I think there was only one week where I was the only man in the room. Yeah. But they definitely, I sense that there's a little bit of a barrier in terms of the social interaction, not for everyone, because as I say, I've had some nice chats, but uh, um, for some, I think it's understandably a little bit um, caution to just delve into conversation. Perhaps mm. it's the assumption that there isn't the same common ground to talk about. Um, yeah. I'm just speculating now, but... Mm. But yeah, I remember in, in those toddler groups, sometimes and and with such um i don't know uncertainty anxiety uh, awkwardness yeah flowing around you know well or in my head Mm. um yeah and how, how do you model your behavior and how do you how do you like what's I don't know what the answer is to how you uh, deal with it because I I remember definitely there were times where I I would be sort of thinking oh I I feel like I get on with you mm. of, of some other parent yes. usually a mother because I nearly yes. always was the only father yeah, there. yeah. Uh, and and like you were saying like catching you know you caught up with the with the other father in a shop. Yeah. I can remember sort of almost seeking out yes. <laughs> opportunities to connect afterwards yes. and then yeah. feeling like really weird because yeah. it was like this is what you used to do when you were trying to pull somebody, <laughs> you know? Yes. And it's like, I, that's not what this is. I just I wanted somebody to talk to. And, I know, that's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think Holly's found that um, when I get to the end of the day, um, certainly in recent months, um, I'm almost on like a stream of consciousness, um, just <laughs> and then like interrupting and just like railroading conversations because I've been kind of in my own head for a lot of the day. Yeah, um, so I think yeah, I do recognise the uh, seeking out people to have a chat with. <laughs> yeah, because today I was quite. <laughs> Quite disappointed because there was uh, there's a mum um, who's I've sat next to a few times and we've had nice chats um, and unfortunately I couldn't sit next to her today so <laughs> it was um, mainly me um, awkwardly reproducing the movements of different dancers and I had to wear bunny right. ears today um, <laughs> so an obligatory picture with bunny ears and did a bit of hopping. So yeah, that was, <laughs> was throwing myself into that type of activity and not some conversation stuff. So yeah, I imagine yeah, I'll be yeah. doing a lot of stream of consciousness um, this evening with Holly. <laughs> yeah. So it's fascinating, uh, isn't it? And 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 this, of course, is the world that uh, women are expected to. Mm you know, sort of subsume themselves Mm -hmm. in without Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. I wonder how is is Holly, how is Holly getting on with um, 
is she happy to have ditched all this stuff or is she <laughs> yeah. kind of missing any of it? I think she has been, it was certainly a difficult transition um, because I think the breastfeed, doing it with breastfeeding is particularly hard, I think, um, mm. because you've got that kind of physical connection mm. um, and it, I think because you can't plan it, you have to just go with what your baby wants and how they are at the mm. time. Mm. I, she she doesn't she didn't really miss the baby classes. I'll be honest. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you, you go to them, but no, they weren't like a they weren't, weren't the highlight of her week. Um, mm. And I think she was quite pleased. Like she really has a enjoys her career. So mm. that that was a positive to get into that again um and because she's working from home she gets to see our daughter throughout the day so it doesn't feel like a complete mm. separation um mm. but no without doubt it's still been difficult um and i think it, it, it's i think i've said before it kind of highlights that what the amount of leave that we have in the uk is not really sufficient um, you know, if if we could have, I think we would have, if there was more available, we would have taken it. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's been clear. Um, I think, I think now, I would say in the last sort of one to two months, we've settled into a bit more of a, more of a pattern that feels like it works. I think it was really when I took ownership of overnight, um, that's when it really started to click and, and work mm. a bit better. Um, and that was yeah. just, we just, it wasn't really tenable to keep um, the night feeds going. And it was just meaning that Holly couldn't focus in the daytime. Um, yeah. So it was, we had to do something about that. And now that we've got this in place, it's worked a lot better. But it's, yeah, it's every, every day is, we have to, see how the day is going to be. You know, she's been a bit ill this week, so that's been a different mm. challenge. Um, and obviously we've got two, so our son has been moving up to a different age group at nursery, so he's right. been a bit anxious. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. There's all sorts of different things to be conscious of, but I think overall she's, she's pleased to be back. I think what she's conscious of is that she's not quite able to do everything that she'd like to do. Um, because she's still breastfeeding. Um, mm. So that, there, are, there are still points in the day with interruptions and, um, uh, and, and you know, hormonally that's affecting her as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, we've done it the best way we could. Mm. I, I, I'm increasingly thinking the way we've done it has worked as well as it can. It's not perfect, but um, I yeah. don't think we expected it to be perfect, but I think we've made it work. Um, and that's, yeah, yeah. Was, hopefully the next few months will also work and continue to work uh, a little bit better every, every week, just kind of get more used to the dynamic. Because I think we've also been learning how to be parents of two children. Um, so, well, I was going to ask about yeah. that. Because, I mean, like, like you, are you, are you doing the pickups from nursery and stuff so you're so you're, do, you're doing that thing of sort of marshalling to well actually what we tend to do, yeah time. we tend to do 
which is again uh, because Holly works from home, we we do it together. We we, we right. drive along and and do that together. We don't go in together, oh, but right. yeah, it, we felt it was because for a long time I was doing the pick up and drop off for our son, um, mm. and we found that he actually got. Oh, that's that's my daughter now. So <laughs> just have uh, to, do you need to go? Yes, yes. I'll, I might be able to re- resume, but uh, I'll send you an email if I can. Um, okay, don't well, worry. All right. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. Has she come back down? I think so. (laughs) I might speak a little (laughs) bit quieter, just in case. Uh, Hopefully she's settled a bit again. uh, It might be the start of multiple interruptions, so apologies if that's the case. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) Um, No, what was I saying about the... Yeah, we've we've been doing that from basically since Holly's been doing her PhD, so she's got more flexibility. I think Mm. we found that um, with our son, he became increasingly attached to me. And Mm. because he wasn't seeing Holly at the start or end of his kind of nursery day, Mm. he um, got a bit less attached to her. So we've, we've been able to address that a bit more with her being, she does... She tends to do the drop off at the start of the end of the day, right? So that's okay. been it's been nice to do that while we've had the opportunity to do it. Um, mm-hmm. That's obviously a time limited thing, and it might change as time goes on. But uh, mm-hmm. it's it worked well to do that. Um, but you know, obviously there will be times when it'll be marshalling the the troops, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or failing to marshal the troops as often as the case <laughs> <laughs> now but it's very interesting how how when you kind of um, do uh, what i suppose is a bit is a bit like a um social experiment in your mm. family mm. um you start to see uh so many things that we just take for granted and don't mm. really talk about like that you know i can tell from what you've just been saying that you're you have a dialogue with holly oh yeah about how each of you is feeling about mm. your individual relationships with your individual children That's and, right. the, and the kind of waiting of them and there's so many families where that doesn't happen i guess mm. and and the and the assumption is just made within the family and outside that the the man in that picture is kind of uh neither here nor there really mm, and mm. and the 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 uh quantity and quality of his relationship with those individual children is is sort of I don't know, somewhere, somewhere, a nice thing to have somewhere, yeah. somehow, but we don't really uh, observe it, quantify it, mm. do things to support it. Mm. It's just supposed to somehow emerge at some point, yeah. you know. It's, I mean, it's interesting. I was thinking about, you actually presented some research recently about time studies um, time mm. use studies with um, the, the ability to work from home more and mm. how you, I think what you'd found, I'm sorry to quote you back to you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fathers, 
had chosen to use that time gained, so the the, the commuting, the reduction of commuting, mm. to spend more time with family. Um, mm. And conversely, mothers had used that time, or a greater proportion of that time, to do more work. Uh, yeah, career, um, mm. which it, it obviously struck me how because uh, I've had conversations like that with other fathers as well, like the the real benefit of working from home is that that gain of not having to commute and, and claiming that time back and using it in a different way. Um, yeah. And that is something that employers can do to enable fathers, you know, accepting mm. the, the, the reality that fathers predominantly are the breadwinner in this country mm. because of the nature of how things are structured um mm. you know wages are predominantly higher paid to men so that's why men end up being breadwinners um mm. so if if that's the reality that we want to change but it is the reality then what can employers do well they can allow more working from home and that mm. means that fathers then have a bit more time in the day to mm. potentially do a pickup from school or nursery or yeah. you know, do something that you might think, oh, that's a small thing. But if you're doing it every week on that day, then it becomes the day that it becomes you, you and, 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 and absolutely. It becomes a thing. Yeah, yeah. And for and for a young child, that can be a massive thing. Yes, you know? exactly. Daddy, yeah. daddy picks me up on a yes, Thursday. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Even and even if they they know that it's not happening every day to get you mm-hmm. know they little ones love routine and they're okay when they're really young they can't tell you what day of the week it is but there is there is a stage where they they really know that stuff and they really it's really important to them yeah um not to mention the father's experience of Mm. of always having that time yeah I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Catch up with Mark's progress by subscribing to the Daddy Leave Diaries wherever you get your podcasts. And please use the share button to pass it on to your friends, family and colleagues. See you next time.